0: You know, the great thing about doing this radio show on WGN, I get to meet really cool people. Dr. Carla Narowski is a former CEO of the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Foundation and the Naval War Foundation. Welcome to WGN Radio.
1: Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be with you.
0: You know, there's so much I want to talk to you about. I almost don't know where to begin. I mean, you've been honored by the country of Paris. I didn't mean to say that. France, Paris. I don't believe is a country. For what you've done, for what for what you've done for Notre Dame. You yes. know? Um, we'll get to all that, uh, but I want to talk about Abraham Lincoln. You've written three books. Is it?
1: Well, it's two, and I contributed to another. So okay. yes, absolutely.
0: All right. All right. Uh, so you know about the dude? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would he think about today's politics? One of the most revered, maybe next to George Washington the most revered president ever what would he think about what's happening today and i'm i'm not talking about left wing right wing i'm talking about the divisiveness
1: i think as far as the divisiveness uh you know he he led us through the civil war and got us out uh successfully and so i think from that standpoint he wouldn't He might not be shocked. He might be a little disappointed. He'd be disappointed, but I don't think he would be shocked because it was very divisive during his day. Uh, As bad as this? Yes, absolutely. I mean, well, they were considering separation. You know, they were actually fighting for that. And so uh, it can't get much worse than civil war. And yet, having said that, I think he might in this day and age say, I thought we got through this and I thought we were set on the right path, and so I think he might be, uh, he'd be disappointed, but he'd also understand it, and and what he would respect about it is that uh, this is a nation that allows people to express their opinions, but do so uh, in a civil way, and so uh, you know he, it, what was expressed perhaps on January sixth, that he he would not. Have liked, but I think he does like. Uh, he would like uh, the expression of diverse opinions, uh, even no matter how how ugly they can sometimes get. Uh, you know, there he he was a man that understood the nation. I mean, and and that was what the Gettysburg Address was all about. You know. Uh, that we should celebrate a new birth of freedom. And it's almost as though we need another new birth of freedom now, you know, that we have to understand uh, where we came from, what we fought for, what almost happened in this this nation almost being divided uh, during the Civil War. And it can happen again if we're not safeguarding uh, all that our forefathers put forth for us.
0: Uh, There are some people that say democracy really is... uh Perhaps being threatened right now. Uh, are you in that camp?
1: Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm an eternal optimist, and I actually think that he was as well. And, and, and so I think uh, it's kind of that bend but not break kind of point. Uh, I think we saw that happening that, you know, at the end, our principles, our values, what our nation stands for stood firm, and it will going forth. You know, uh, we have the oldest constitution in the world. We do? Yes, we do.
0: So we're, this is interesting to me in and of itself, because we're, compared to European countries, we're a new kid on the block, right? Yes, we are. So how is it that our constitution is older than, say, France?
1: A lot of civil uprising and, and civil wars. and. And so, uh, and that's what, uh, in many respects, makes us so well respected around the world. Is people recognize that we have the oldest, uh, living and breathing constitution, and uh, it's something to be respected. And even though sometimes we fight about, you know, different aspects of it, in the end, it's what binds us together.
0: But does it still?
1: It's. It's it still is as of today, you know, I mean, uh, were you worried?
0: I, what did you think? OK, so there you are on January 6th and you doing what you do and having the knowledge of history that you have. What did you think when you were watching that?
1: I have to say it was shocking. I mean, it was it was unsettling. Uh, I, I couldn't believe that it was actually taking place. Uh, and... Uh, you know, Lincoln always said we have to appeal to our better angels. And so that's what I was hoping for as I saw it taking place, that the, the, uh, the people leading our nation would appeal to their better angels and make sure that this institution we call the United States of America would still stand firm uh, in the light of, of uh, such an egregious act.
0: But the response was, by some, clearly, what you just said. Then two weeks later, they said something else. But others didn't seem to have that response.
1: Well, I mean, this is what our nation's based on. Various opinions and and differentiating opinions. And, and, uh, you know, what does whatever act at the time call for? You know, uh, what was happening on January 6th? Uh, almost required uh, a bipartisan response in the moment. You know, just like after nine eleven, when all our legislators stood up on the steps and sang God bless America.
0: Which was amazing. It Which was is wonderful. It was, it, it was heartening, and it was the right thing to do. I'm not sure we saw that after January 6th, and even though some of those who said, oh, this is the worst thing ever, I blame you or you, Two weeks later, had a completely different story. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I, you know, politics make uh, strange bedfellows, you know, as they say, which was, I think, I I, I could be wrong on this. Who said that? Well, I I don't know exactly who said it, but it was, I think, maybe during Lincoln's time where they would travel the circuit together, um, and people of opposite... They meaning? uh, Legislators, judges... And they would sometimes literally share the same bed because they would, you know, be traveling together and they would. Hold
0: it now. Now you've gone to a completely different realm. So Lincoln shared his bed with legislators. Well, I don't mean to say that. No, I do mean to what? say
1: that. I, and, and, I, and look, I'm not as I, I think it could be judges Are you versus legislators. L-
0: Lincoln out of the closet. I'm not sure what you're uh, saying no, here. No,
1: no, it was just a it was customary at that time really? when, when um they would you tra- would
0: sleep whoever you traveled with with
1: sometimes yes.
0: Wow. Men with men. I'm learning yes. all sorts of things I never knew before. Yes. 218, and who knew this about Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> and he was so tall. And did, he was
1: so tall. How did he
0: get a bed that would even fit him?
1: Uh, <laughs> it's interesting because... were
0: the beds smaller at that time?
1: They absolutely were, yeah. And after the assassination, when he was brought to the bed, um, he was laid actually diagonally across it because he was so tall. <laughs> so...
0: Wow, this is cool. Yeah. 218 on WGN. We'll be back with more cool stuff. You know, I love talking to people like this. Uh, Dr. Carol Norowski, I hope I said that right, who is uh, positively brilliant. I mean, t- talking to you off the air, it's, it's wonderful. You have met how many presidents?
1: Uh, I've met two, but I've corresponded with five.
0: All right. Tell me about all five.
1: Well, uh, you know, I had the fortune of corresponding with them when we were putting together Gettysburg Replies. It was for the 150th anniversary of the Gettysburg Address, and we asked people around the world to write their own 272 words, which was the exact number of words in the Gettysburg Address. Not to outdo Lincoln, because no one could do that, but really to understand how profound that speech is, that he can convey that much meaning in so few words. And who replied? Uh, the first one was uh, Jimmy Carter, and he typed it himself on his typewriter. Uh, we had Bill Clinton, like
0: like a, a manual typewriter. Yes. Oh my God. Yes.
1: Um, Do you still have that? Well, it's in the archives of the uh, presidential yeah, library. I, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bill Clinton, uh, George H. W. Bush, George W. Bush, and uh, President Obama. And uh, President Obama was the only one who wrote it out longhand, like Lincoln did. We challenged people to write it out longhand. The others typed it but s- signed it. Uh, I fun-
0: could never write it out, anything. I mean, no one could read my writing, because, I mean, you don't, you don't <laughs> write anymore. Now, Now, how many of these presidents have you gotten to know?
1: Uh, and personally, uh, n- none of them personally, although I did get to meet uh one on one uh with president clinton and, and george w bush
0: and what did what were, what were those meetings about if i may ask and well, if we i were, may not ask i'm asking anyway
1: <laughs> well we were honoring them at the time and I, you know uh they were both just so magnanimous uh larger than life mm. uh very welcoming to everybody in the room uh taking the time for everyone and and uh, george w bush i you know understanding that mint that, uh, you know, crossed the world when he offered a mint to Michelle Obama. Uh, I was able to offer him a mint, and he, he just bust out laughing. Uh, you <laughs> know, I thought, that's great. one good mint deserves another, I thought, you know. <laughs> that so,
0: is so funny. Yeah. Now, uh, you were honored for your work with President Bush's Point of Light campaign uh, for volunteerism.
1: Yes. Yeah, so I was recognized by George H.W. Bush, uh, but... Uh, Uh, at the time, also was recognized by George W. Bush for a lot of the work I'm doing uh, to get uh, citizens more engaged, especially young students. Uh, I created the 1350 Foundation for 13 stripes, 50 stars, and we really talked to students to to really ponder what the American flag means to them, Uh, and it's it's been a, a great project Uh, that was more in in my earlier days, but I've continued that kind of work um, in all the work that I do.
0: Are you seeing, like our next guest, Paul Vallis, has been different places around the world as a volunteer, because he felt, I can help, it's the right... Do you see more of that or less of that with young people?
1: I think I see more of it. I think that young people... I think that all people are looking for meaning in their lives these days. Mm -hmm. The the Internet could really weigh upon you because you see bad news instantaneously. And so you you really want to look for things that could make a difference in the world. And and when you do something for others, you're really doing it for yourself. You really can feel better and feel uplifted and, and see the hope that there is in the world.
0: Tell me about Notre Dame
1: So Notre Dame is near and dear to me I'm on uh, the board of the Friends of Notre Dame de Paris Which is the official Who isn't?
0: <laughs> are, are you one of those What do they call it? Paris files or something? Uh,
1: well, some people call them Francophiles uh, Francophiles yeah. Some people say parasites I've heard them <laughs> say <laughs> You can take your pick But but yeah, I am a Francophile And um, I'm on the board of the Friends of Notre Dame de Paris Which is the official foundation in the... Um, for for fundraising outside of Paris and outside of France for Notre Dame, I joined that board about three months before the fire, and then the fire hit. In did you
0: see it after the fire?
1: Yes, I was actually inside it in July of this year. Uh, I had to dress in a hazmat suit because of the the roof melted. At about 1,200 degrees, uh, and all the lead that was on the top of the roof melted. Fortunately, it didn't vaporize, and so it wasn't a a hazard to the neighboring um, houses and, and the people in the neighborhood. But I did go in. It was quite devastating, and yet it's uplifting to see the renovation going on. Tell me about that. Well, uh, we completed the safety phase about midpoint of last year. We, um, you know, the, the, it's famous for the flying buttresses, and there's about yes. 28 of them, which actually work, uh, the thrust works against the um, uh, the arches in the vaults to hold the, the structure up. And those were weakening just because they were 800 and some 60 years old. Uh, but then with all the water that fell on them from the fire, they were even more weak. So we actually had to buttress the buttresses hmm. with wood. Each buttress had to be made uniquely for that buttress so that they could make sure that the cathedral stayed in place. The safety f- phase is over, and uh, it was just quite phenomenal. They didn't know if it would collapse, so they would drop the workers down from baskets about 28 stories high into the cathedral uh to repair it now it's in the renovation stage the repairing and renovating um all the side chapels uh they're building the new spire which will be identical to the previous one when
0: would it be reopened
1: uh the initial reopening will be in time for the olympics in 2024 which will be in paris
0: And and by the way, I I don't want to just blow by this. France said, personally, thank you very much to you.
1: Yes, I I received the National Order of Merit from um, France, which was very bizarre. That never
0: happens to an American, does it?
1: uh, Rarely. I mean, uh, they give about 300 awards out to people around the world um, annually, and so it it was rare that... um, I received it, which was just truly an honor. I I, I picked up the phone, and there was a call, and I said, who's honoring me? Do you speak
0: French? No, I don't. And they still like you.
1: And they still... (laughs) I think they, I hope, they love me, I hope. you know. Right, it, it seems it,
0: they do. We're out of time.
1: Oh, that's okay. I would, loved this.
0: It's, well, would you do me a favor? Sure. Come back at some point in time. You're a wonderful guest.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It'd be my, my honor. I would love to do that.
0: It's, it's truly an honor to meet you and all you've done and continue to do. Thank you very much for joining us. I hope this was okay for you.
1: Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you so much.
0: Okay.